I was going to preach a homily on St. Anthony of Padua today, but Father Chris Alar told me that the talk this Saturday is going to be on St. Anthony of Padua. So I said, well, that's okay. You saved me a homily. So I won't talk about St. Anthony. I'll let Father Chris tell you all about St. Anthony of Padua and his life and different stories of this great Saint, St. Anthony of Padua. There's one thing I do want to mention about St. Anthony of Padua. It's one of the reasons why I'm wearing Marian vestments today. St. Anthony of Padua did have a great love for the Blessed Mother, so much so that he included the Blessed Mother in almost every one of his homilies, and he covered, I, I guess, Mariology, almost everything about Mariology that you could name about the Blessed Mother, and a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that of how devoted he was to the Blessed Mother, especially when he was going to be made a doctor of the church in 1946, that the Franciscans had petitioned the Holy See to call him a Mariological doctor of the church. Doctor, I don't know what, what you would say in Latin, but, um, but he was called Dr. Evangelicus, which means an evangelical doctor, someone who preaches because of his great preaching. So it shows that you can be totally devoted to Our Lady, and Our Lady can use you to spread the kingdom of God. There's one thing I want to preach on today, and that's coming from the first reading of 2 Corinthians. And this is what Paul says. But the one who gives you us security with you in Christ and who anointed us is God, he has also put his seal upon us and given the spirit in our hearts as a first installment. This word seal, it's a very important word in scripture, the, the word seal. We're, when we think of a seal, we think of someone who seals something, who seals a document. So like a company, if they put their seal on something, say on their, on their product, on their brand, they're putting their mark on it. They're saying that, first of all, this is authenticated, that it's, it's, it's not a product that's being imitated by someone else, but that you can guarantee that this product is from this company. You put your seal on it managers or CEOs, they, they put their seals on documents, that, the, that their seals, and very important documents have seals on it, like mortgages have seals on it, you know, very important documents. I know we, we have very important documents sometimes which we put our seals on it, and you can put that seal with like a stamp, or you could even put the seal with wax, which then seals the, the document. It makes it authentic. If you have a relic of a saint, and that saint, and you want the public to publicly venerate that relic, you have to actually have an authentic document with a seal on it. You can, so you can't just bring out a relic and have everyone venerate it. You actually have to have a document authenticity that shows that that's a real relic with a seal to the document. If you don't have that, then you cannot venerate a relic publicly. You can venerate it privately, but not publicly. So that word seal is very important to us. Now, there are three seals within the sacraments of the church. So the seven sacraments of, of the church, there are three sacraments that have seals 
upon them. What are the three sacraments with the seals? The first is baptism, the second is confirmation, and the third is holy orders. These are seals where, where God puts a seal upon us in the sacrament. So baptism, there is a seal that's conferred upon us, making us disciples of Christ, making us baptized children of God, that we receive the seal of baptism. Once you are baptized, you cannot repeat baptism. There's no such thing as rebaptism. So you're sealed. You belong to Christ when you're sealed at baptism. Think of it like a tattoo. I'm not into tattoos. I'm not a tattoo person. I don't have a single tattoo on my body, but I have a spiritual tattoo. And that's why I call it like the seal. The seal, it's like, a, it's like having a spiritual tattoo that's not on your body, but on your soul. It says, I belong to Jesus Christ. And that seal is the Spirit. So you receive this grace of the Holy Spirit at baptism, which makes you a child of God. And that's what we should always call ourselves. We should always call ourselves, we're children of God. We're, we're a child of God. And I think all of life is, is about trying to get back to that childhood, trying to get back to that inner child, the innocent child, kind of like the innocence of baptism. That's what we're trying to get back in our life with our struggle with sin and our struggle with grace and virtue and vice. So we're trying to get back to that innocence of childhood. Then we have the second seal, which is confirmation. And this is a seal to help us. It's given by the Spirit. And again, it's an indelible mark upon our soul. So it's kind of like a second tattoo on our soul, a spiritual tattoo. And it confers us to witness to Christ, to witness to Jesus Christ. So the first one, that's, uh, baptism, it's I'm a child of God. The second one is I witness with my tongue that I am a Christian, that I belong to Christ. And that takes courage, it takes fortitude to do that, especially in our day and age. Especially in some countries, it's illegal to be a Christian. Or you get persecuted if you say you're a Christian. And so it can be very dangerous. And how do you have that courage? It's the Holy Spirit in confirmation who gives you that courage to proclaim Jesus crucified. And to be able to witness to Christ crucified, not only with your tongue, but for some, with their very lives, with their very lives themselves, where they give themselves to Christ. It's a power that's given to a Christian at confirmation. It's the power of the Spirit that's given to a Christian, and it's set on that seal. So let, let's say, you know, let's say after confirmation, I'm thinking of the Western world, that you fell away, you you know, you didn't care about God, you, you didn't go to church, and that's a lot of confirmation. Students, you see that a lot, where they just, ah, I don't believe in it. And then something happens where, where they come back. They come back, they have a conversion. They have a conversion of heart. They, they, you know, their eyes are open. The Lord removes the blindness, the hardness of heart, and they come back. Well, the thing is, is, that seal of the Spirit at confirmation, even if a person fell away, it's still there. It's still there when a person comes back to help them to witness to Jesus Christ. So it's not like you, you lose that seal if you fall away 
from your faith. No, you keep that seal, and that seal can still help you when you come back to witness to Jesus Christ. And that's the good thing about these seals, is that you never lose the seal. You never lose the seal of the Spirit that's in your soul through baptism or confirmation. Even if you fall away, you can always come back. There's, there's always a chance to come back with God's mercy. That's, that's always the good news of the gospel. There's always a chance. Even if you, you lost your salt, you can be salted again. <laughs> you know, you ever put salt on the food and say, oh boy, this food needs some salt. You can still be that salt. If the salt loses its flavor, it can still be resalted again. You can still regain that flavor. You can still be a light of the world. If you've been in darkness, you can still be a light. That God can remove that darkness and you can still be a light to the world. So don't ever think that you're too far away to witness to Christ. You're never too far away to witness to Christ. And even, even if all you know is one scripture passage, preach that. Who cares? You're still preaching the good news of the gospel. So you, so you say, well, I don't really know the Bible, and I, I never took theology classes and everything. That's okay. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak through you. Even if you just speak one scripture passage, it's still speaking the good news of the gospel. Finally, the third seal. This third seal is given through uh, in the sacrament of holy orders. It's given to deacons, priests, and bishops. And this is a seal that confers the person, the baptized person, to either Christ's diaconate, which is being a servant, or Christ's priesthood, which involves preaching and teaching the good news, or it involves a bishop, which is governing, being a shepherd, you know, teaching the, the, the faith. And all three of them is kind of like being another Christ, but in, in different ways. The fullness of holy orders is always with a bishop. And there's a seal that comes down in holy, word, holy orders upon a deacon, upon a priest, or upon a bishop, that God has put his seal on them in order to proclaim the good news, in order to be almost like another Jesus Christ walking this earth, and in order to give others these sacraments that they need in their life to sustain them. So these three seals or indelible marks are put on the soul. And you can never lose the seal. A priest or a deacon, a priest or a bishop can never lose that seal once it's conferred upon them. That that seal is always there. It's always there to help a priest or a deacon or a bishop in their ministry, even if they're straying. Even if they're straying along, the seal is still there. I always say, tap into the spirit that was given to you at your ordination. Tap into it. It's like, tap into it. If the Holy Spirit is still there. So this is good news that God has set a seal upon us. That God loves us so much that he confers his love to us with the seal. It's, it's his covenant. It's his word. And God would never break his own seal. He would never break his own covenant with us. We may break the covenant, but God ne will never break the covenant with us so much 
so great is his love and mercy for us that, that we may stray, but God will never stray. God will be faithful to us. And yes, God will try to call us back in various ways. He'll try to call us back to his heart, but God does not abandon us. That he's with us at every moment, even if we go astray. He's, he's there. His seal is still there. He still seals, sees his seal upon us. And so this is good news that should give us dignity, worth, and value. That we're baptized as Christians, we're given power of the Holy Spirit through confirmation. And certain ordained men are conferred to Christ in order to preach and teach and heal and give the sacraments to others. Call upon that spirit that is within you. That spirit is there, and it's there to uplift you and draw you close, ever closer to the love of Jesus Christ. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.